Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Rotten Reviews Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we are sitting down and we watch the 1989 R-rated horror movie Chud 2, Bud the Chud. It's a horror comedy and sci-fi, a military experiment to create a race of super warriors goes array. The legions of murderous zombies are unleashed upon a suburban neighborhood. Pretty what Chud sounds like, is like, um, cellar, or, uh, Cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller is what Chud stands for. Just uh, just looked it up quickly, you know, because that's a, that's the research we do. We do here. We do some very uh, hard research. Not really. Not not at all. Anyways, the movie opens right up with the Vestron logo, so that's always fun. You know, everyone loves the Vestron logo. The movie also opens with uh, the doctor at a hospital getting ready to check in on one of his patients. He grabs his big giant needle and heads down to the hallway. At, at the end of the hallway, there's an elevator. He Looks like he takes it to like the basement by the looks of it. Uh, but we hear someone on the PA system asking where the hell the doctor is has gone as well. This is kind of the subtle comedy aspect to the movie as well. Uh, he now looks like he's pretty much in the basement area. It looks pretty dark. We see a guard uh, guarding the room at the end of the hallway. Um, and he's entering into. And then we see Bud. Bud to Chud on the table. Um, and he's saying it's going to be his final meal. It's actually like Bud Oliver is his full name. Um, so that's why Bud is used in the movie. Then we cut to a room full of scientists and military leaders discussing how the final Chud is about to be disposed of. Colonel Masters is upset about it because he wanted to do more tests with them. Because he feels like that could be like a super race of uh, warriors. But that's the whole plan for the operation anyways was to make a super warrior class. Uh, clearly didn't work out though because... Uh, uh, from the first movie, they all try to eat everyone because they kind of turn to uh, zombies. Then we see the final Chud uh, starting to fight with the scientist um, that's trying to give him the needle to kill him. And the guard is just like, I think he's playing like a yo-yo or something. But he finally look at, looks at the monitor and sees that the scientist is uh, struggling, you know, not to be murdered. Then we see a group of military guys getting ready to attack the Chud. Uh, they're coming down, down to the room and we hear a bunch of banging. And they think the Chud is inside this room. But they open up the door and all pops out. It's just a random black cat. Not sure why he's in the basement of a hospital but we'll go with it i guess uh then the chud pops out of uh, another room beside th- that area and starts throwing the guards around and a bunch of the military guys have to team up and use fire extinguishers to freeze them uh then we cut to winter haven the place they are going to hide the chud's frozen body till later time because uh, masters still wants to do tests on him and he doesn't actually want to dispose of the chud he was against it the whole time so and it was his idea to freeze the chud in the back in the basement because he didn't want to actually do the final kill on him. Uh, we then get to a classroom where the teacher is telling them uh, they're going to work on their first cadaver. Uh, Steve, one of the students, is trying to do a study to show his fellow classmates how to bring a frog back to life. But he just sets the classroom on fire because, you know, Steve's the uh, class clown essentially of this school, or at least this classroom. Uh, then we see uh, two of the kids, Kevin and Steve, in the back room uh, putting uh, frogs back into like the tank. Uh, that's when one of the frogs gets free. So Kevin, he He's like the modest student, always trying to do well. Pretty smart guy, doesn't want to get in trouble. He's trying to catch this frog, and then he uncovers the cadaver in the back room as well. And then Steve touches it, and it goes zooming out of the loading dock, because apparently the school has a loading dock. And the loading dock door was open, and Steve being the funny guy, he touches it, and this whole uh, cadaver on the gurney just slides right out the dolly, or the uh, the loading dock, and right down the highway into traffic. Then they're trying to figure out what they are going to do. Um, so Steve uh, gets the idea to replace a cadaver so that the teacher doesn't find out, because, you know, that's the easy way of doing things, right? You can find a cadaver anywhere, right? That's not a big deal. 
And then we see the two of them uh, dressed in like hospital gowns with full on masks. And they sneak into the hospital. They find their cadaver replacement. Uh, they find a body and decide to take it home. Um, but the bio lab is closed at their school. So they uh, they have to take it to Steve's house while his parents are on the couch watching TV. Uh, while Steve is trying to bring the cadaver upstairs, uh, the family's little dog starts to bark at him. And Kevin uh, tries to distract the family as they watch TV so they don't actually turn around to look at him and see what's going on. Then we see the family dog Jasper getting kicked down the stairs because he won't uh, leave Steve alone as he's trying to get the cadaver upstairs. Then while upstairs uh, Steve gets caught by his little sister. I didn't catch her name. Uh, she's asking who he has there and he's just like, uh, don't worry about it. It's just, uh, just a figment of your imagination. You're just having a bad nightmare. Just go back to bed. Uh, we then see Steve. He has a cadaver in the bathtub with the water already in it. And I didn't realize the bathtub was already full of water because apparently the mom was getting ready to take a bath even though she's sitting downstairs watching TV. So... My girl's weird, I guess. Uh, I guess she makes her bath ahead of time and just lets it cool down. I don't know. I don't understand. He then has a hairdryer going on in his face to try and cool his face off because he's like all stressed out. And his mom knocks on the door and scares him. And he drops the hairdryer into the, the tub and it shocks the water. And actually Chud decides to wake up. Or Bud, I should say, wakes up. And they start having a screaming match at each other because Bud's confused as to what's going on. And they're both confused as to what's going on because this dead cadaver that they just stole from a medical hospital is now alive again. Uh, Steve thinks he's found the secret of uh, bringing life back and he thinks it has to do something do with something in the chemicals of the bubble bath of all things. Uh, he thinks it's the bubble bath to help bring him back. Uh, Kevin comes out of the washroom and his we see uh, Steve's little sister ask him uh, if he's if she's having a nightmare and he replies they both are because you know he just watched a cadaver come back to life so it's fair. They then walk the chud downstairs and put him in the basement. We then see the two of them at the restaurant drinking some old school coke and then we see Steve's house again as uh, Bud punches through the basement door as Jasper the little family dog is outside barking at him. We then see a shot of the military bears and the Colonel Masters is asking what's the worst thing, thing that could happen and uh, one of the scientists is like well he could come alive and start eating people and Masters is like yeah so what's the worst thing that could happen. We then see Steve uh, Steven's parents eating at the dinner table and Bud makes his way out of the basement and smells the dog food and slowly climbs up the stairs to the dog dish. He acts all disgusted, like, I'm not eating dog food. Uh, he then notices uh, Jasper and runs upstairs after him. He makes his way upstairs uh, and starts playing with the toilet and keeps flushing it for some reason. I'm not sure why, but he keeps playing with the toilet. Uh, and he actually floods the bathroom floor. He then notices himself in the mirror and knows that he's not human. And then Jasper, the dog, starts barking at him again. And he says meat and takes off after the dog. He makes it into Stephen's room and sees a picture of the, the gang. Um, Stephen, uh, Kevin. And, and I think her name is Katie. I, I think that was her name. They're all hanging out, like at the beach or something. And Bud definitely has a thing for Katie because he rips Steven and Kevin off of the picture and just keeps a picture of Katie the whole time. Uh, then we see them at the restaurant and Kevin is telling Katie that she shouldn't get involved and she takes it the wrong way and he's trying to keep her out of trouble but she just thinks it's because she's a girl and that he doesn't want to have her involved in it. We then cut back to Steven's home and the mom is upstairs now and she sees that the bathroom is flooded and starts freaking out about it. Uh, then we see Chud or Bud running outside and he's chasing after the family dog. Uh, Jasper runs off into the trees and then we hear a crunching sound because Bud falls right after him and we just hear the dog yelp. Uh, Jasper's not dead though. We just see him afterward. He's kind of like twitching in the bush a little bit. Then back at the military base, Masters and the scientists are, are talking. 
he's trying to tell the military that the Chudism is a very real disease to be worried about and will become the next plague. And Masters obviously doesn't care at all. Uh, he then says, well, I guess we'll just have big giant barbecue and watch them burn if that happens. Uh, then we see Katie outside the restaurant in her car. They are parked beside this police car and they hear the, the radio going off and inside the uh, police car, they're giving a description of her car because it was seen leaving the medical labs with the uh, Chud's body. They then head back to Steve's house to get Bud. Uh, when they get back to the basement, they find out he's gone. We see a shot of Bud walking down the street now and we also see Jasper, the family dog, outside the basement window and he, he's acting like he's got rabies or something like that. Bud walks up to this house where this girl is working out and he starts dancing around outside the house while he's watching her and she's doing like her aerobic. Then we hear this cat screeching and Bud falls over and then the girl says in five more minutes she's going to have a smoke and order some pizza. But she's working out and then she's just going to have a smoke probably drink some beers and have a pizza to herself because that's going to help the situation all together. Uh, then she goes outside to feed her cat and Bud shows up and she starts flirting with him. He's like boy what big boots you got. Boy what big muscles you got. And then he uh, she smiles at him um, because uh, she grabs his dog takes to read his name and when she's like oh bud he smiles and that's showing his like messed up teeth there like kind of like sharp bangs and she screams so he picks her up and turns her into one of the infected because he I think he bites her in like the throat we then see her coming back as one of the infected and she's uh, searching for a cat she's like come here kitty kitty it's feeding time uh, we then see a guy outside a bar taking a leak in the back alleyway and bud follows him in the back alleyway and literally attacks him behind the dumpster when Bud comes out of the alleyway though. He's now wearing the guy's suit jacket as well. He's trying to look all spiffy and clean cut. We then see uh, three of them on the, the main street searching for Bud, uh, but they're not able to find him. The, of course, the three of them searching is uh, Katie, Kevin, and Steven. Should have made that more clear, I guess. We then see it's the next morning, and the mailman is dropping off mail at Steven's house, and Jasper, the family dog, slowly comes out of the bushes and starts to attack him. And literally, it's it's a one of the funnier parts because we see the mailman actually getting dragged down the, the, the yard by this little little poodle-looking dog. I, I don't know the breed of dog, but it's just a tiny little fluffy thing. And then the little sister is watching the whole time in shock, and then I think she goes up to the dad, and it's just is mailman here? It's like, yeah, he's, he's gone now. We then see Katie and Kevin showing up at Steve's house, and the dad asks if they, why aren't they in school? And they both get different answers. One's like a uh, water pipe leak, and then one's like bomb, bomb threat. And the dad pretty much just blows it up. It's like, oh, all right, that that's cool, I guess. It makes sense. Uh, while they're picking up Steven, uh, Master shows up to Steven's house looking to talk to him. The mom answers the door, and Master says to tell Steven that he's dead meat if he doesn't return his government property. We then see the three of them sneaking out of the house uh, they begin their search for Bud again. We see Bud coming out of this barber shop and he's clearly just fed on the barber and anyone else who might be inside. And he's like fixing his uh he's got like the barber gown on still he's kind of fixing it off and he's got blood on the side of it. Uh, we then see the three of them walking through what looks to be like this mall and Bud is actually sneaking behind them and following them and well, he's at least following Katie because he's got a, got a man crash for Katie. Uh, he then sits down at this fountain, and apparently this fountain is full of, like, koi fish. Because he later just grabs one of the fish and just eats it. We then see someone in the barbershop getting their hair cut, and Don, the barber, has clearly been affected. He's clearly not looking well. And the guy just keeps going on about doesn't realize anything. He's like, oh, man, you're going to you start doing a straight razor now? I'm, I guess I'll take the risk. And that's when Don, the barber, literally slashes his throat. And then the military uh, guys, um, Masters and his little scientist buddy, are driving by the barbershop as the infected barber is now outside and they're like wow that's the ugliest barber I've ever seen then we see uh, Katie, Kevin and Steven uh, pulling up to this burger shop 
and there's a truck of infected actually pulling up beside them and they literally don't realize at all that uh, Bud is actually in the back of the truck or maybe he gets out with the group I'm not too sure but he's, he's then later seen sitting in the back um, literally the whole group of infected go inside and just ask for meat that's when they start attacking everyone in the burger shop and this is this kind of fine because um, Katie and them they're eating their meal inside the car that's facing the burger shop and they literally don't see that uh, everyone inside the burger shop is getting attacked at all that's when we then see Bud has been in the back of the truck the entire time or at least he maybe he came out with the group I'm not too sure on that one um, that's when Kevin notices and they head off after them and then uh, Masters and his little military team show up to the same burger shop after the two groups have left we then find out that the test has been illegal the entire time on the chuds and then once the driver for Masters goes inside to try and get a bite tea for everyone that's when all the other chuds inside start attacking him and Masters and his little scientist buddy get out of the car and head to the trunk and then they grab a bazooka and blow up the whole burger shop he then calls in for more fully loaded uh, army people with flamethrowers and everything else that they can pretty much grab they drive, drive off to search and find uh, Bud but as they're driving off the debris of the building we see all these other chuds that were inside the building uh, coming out of the debris and they're totally still fine just a little charcoal but they're, they're still fine uh, we then see the truck is on the side of the road um, it's beside this barn uh, so Katie and the boys decide to stop and they head inside the barn where the truck was found they head inside and Bud says Katie's name and then they slowly see all these other chuds coming out from behind like the hail bay and whatnot and then the farmer walks in and he's all confused and he's got like a shotgun in his hand and that's what's going on and then the farmer starts attacking the chuds uh, and then we see Bud and the other Bud coming closer to Katie and the boys uh, Bud literally goes I don't know if he goes to grab Katie or something but he raises his hand and actually knocks off the head of his fellow chud and that chud's trying to pick up his head at the same time he's accidentally kicking it so he's got the little comedy act of him trying to pick up his head as it's rolling away Kevin tries to get Bud uh, with a pitchfork but it literally doesn't do much to him they go to leave and then and the military comes in with flamethrowers and Bud escapes out the back of the barn somehow with all the other chuds or most of the chuds. They then realize that Bud has been carrying a disease because they found his body at a disease center. I'm not sure why the kids decided to take their cadaver from a disease center but you know I guess it was the easiest place to break into which also doesn't make sense because you think that would be highly guarded but they were able to sneak in and out with a cadaver. Makes sense right? Then the master tells the kids to tell him where Bud is or they are going to spend the rest of their lives in jail. You then see that the farmer chud uh, gets frozen inside the barn um, by the military guys when they're playing forwards that have like a extinguisher aspect to them. Anyways, uh, we've, we've noticed that the disease has mutated a bit because he's actually raising his uh, body temperature to melt the ice, which has never been a thing that the chuds have done before. And then Masters is completely shocked by this new mutation. And he's also very excited by it as well. Um, he's then given the speech that they need to get rid of the problem before morning and that the freezing them only slows them down for a bit. Uh, Masters then blows up the truck so the chuds have nowhere or no vehicle to be able to drive away. You know, most of the chuds just disappeared. And we then see Bud and some of the other chuds um, coming out of the woods behind the barn because clearly the military didn't look for them at all because they're literally just like 20 feet away from them. Bud was nice enough though to pick up the other chuds missing head and put it back on his body for him. He kind of like fixes his chin a little bit. We then cut to a shot of the mortician who's working on the mailman's body and he's drinking out on the job the whole time. Uh, he goes to crack the mail 
mailman's chest, and that's when he comes alive again and attacks him. Next thing we see the, is the two of them leaving together. The two new chuds uh, then walk into a bar and start feasting on everyone. We don't see anyone dying, but we can definitely hear them all dying. We then see Katie and the two guys being taken into the military base and questioned about the chud. Uh, we then see a shot outside the military base area, and Jasper, the dog, is barking from a bush. So one of the military guards goes to check on, it, check on him because he's like, oh, here's a little puppy puppy. That's when Jasper literally bites his face off. Not really, but he bites him probably in the neck or something. Um, but that military guy was actually the chauffeur for Masters. We then see a large group of chuds walking through the park, and they notice it's Halloween night now. Bud makes them all stop and makes them look a bit more professional. He's like fixing them up and he's trying to fix up the like barber. And he's like, eh, you're kind of messed. So we're, we can't do anything to help you. We then see a, a, a second in charge for Master. He's like the scientist guy. He's trying to get any information or traits from the kids about uh, Bud. And Kevin's like, well, they like to eat people. If that's a new trait for you guys. We then see Bud pick up this little kid who's out trick-or-treating. He's debating about eating him, but he just gets distracted and puts the kids down. And as he's walking away, the kid's like, in costumes like really did you just say that you look like you're like eight but you know whatever works i guess they then see this halloween poster and they rip it off a tree and they see it as a human feast because they all start getting happy and excited then the doorbell goes off of the house and all the kids are infected and they walk into the house and they eat like the family's bird and they start eating the couple inside as well uh then master gets into his car and the, the guard that was attacked by jasper is in the driver's seat as they drive away kevin then remembers that the halloween dances tonight and they need to get to the school so they can stop the chuds before the world is full of the living dead we then see katie standing in front of a glass window and that's when Bud breaks through the glass at her and Kevin saves the day by smashing Bud in the head with a chair. Then they head out the window as the um, master's second in command uh, slams the front door shut and tries to hold back the, the chuds because he goes to open that door for everyone to escape but he's just met with like 10 or 15 different chuds trying to get in the door. I think Bud's one of them too so he got around that area pretty fast. We then see Bud and his fellow chuds on this hill looking down at the school and Bud says buffet and as they start marching down to the school a couple of the chuds start uh, dancing and some of them start rolling down the hill because they can't move as fast as they want to. We see everyone inside dancing, having fun, and when the chuds get closer to the school, they start doing their own little dance number and start talking about eating everyone up. They walk into the front desk, and the, the front desk lady says, well, if you guys don't have tickets, $3 each, and Bud starts doing the math for everyone, and then she's like, and also that dog stays outside, no dogs allowed, and that really pisses Bud off, and then she's like, alright, fine, you can let the dog in, and then they all just start attacking the front desk lady anyways. Uh, the kids show up at the loading dock of the school and Kevin has a plan to stop them all. They just need to separate the chuds from everyone else. Uh, they make it to the bio classroom and to go test out this weapon but the teacher is inside and he's effect affected as well and he's eating on one of the frogs probably. Um, I think Kevin goes to use the weapon but it doesn't actually work at this point in time. Uh, they are fighting with the teacher then they like push his head onto one of the Bunsen burners and he still starts coming at them and then the gun finally works and they freeze him and then they take these two electrical rods and put it on his hands and it literally makes him explode. We then see Chud. Chud's all over the place dancing and jumping around. They're looking all confused because they're not sure who to feast on or how to feast on anyone because the whole time they're trying to feast on everyone they're all dancing as well because everyone just thinks it's part of the costume party. So as the Chuds are trying to take bites out of people they're actually moving and dancing and whatnot. We then see Kevin and the gang going to the pool to set up their trap because they need to lure all the Chuds into the water so they can freeze the water. That's when Katie decides to set herself up as the bait because uh, Kevin's like no no you don't want to do that. And 
okay. He's like, well, who are the Chuds going to want? Me or you? And he's like, all right, you're fair. Just be careful, please. We then see more shots of Chuds trying to feast on everyone as they're dancing. And then Katie walks in and does a whistle, and she's in a full-on little one-piece swimsuit. And all the Chuds look at her, and it's like, yum, yum, and start running after her. We then see Katie running down a long hallway, and she jumps into the pool, followed by all the Chuds that walk right into it, not knowing that it's water. They just keep walking straight and act like it's, you know, going to be salt ground. And then you see a bunch of funny shots of them just falling in the water and splash around. Uh, Kevin and Steve then have to push in a few of the last chuds that were a bit slower and we see them trying to set up the trap because Steve of course forgot to do his part of the trap. He forgot to open up all the oxygen or the O2 tanks I believe to uh, make the water freeze. Uh, that's at one point where we also see he's pushing back some of the chuds that are trying to get out of the pool and we can tell that he has been bitten in the foot because just by the look of his face. We then see that the pool gets frozen with all the chuds inside but is slowly trying to crawl out of the pool though and he's slowly freezing at the same time but he's still coming after Katie. Uh, Katie has to make it around the pool and starts climbing up the ladder uh, to like the giant diving board and Bud slowly starts crawling up towards her. Kevin and Steven cut the electrical wire off of the clock system to try and electrocute the pool. Uh, Bud slowly makes his way up to the top of the diving board with Katie though and he literally rips out his heart to give to Katie. The whole time this is going on though uh, Kevin's trying to get his freezing gun to work but it actually won't work again and he starts smacking around that finally works again and it freezes Bud. Uh, Steve then gets the wires into the pool and we see electricity start to run through all the chuds. They start blowing up. I think Bud like gets knocked over when he's frozen and we see his heart go smashing into pieces. Uh, Katie and Kevin then hug and we see Bud's severed head smile and say hi and then Steven comes over with like this uh, fire rack and just literally takes it to uh, Bud's head. Then we see uh, the military showing up to the school and everyone's outside asking what's going on. Uh, then we see Kevin and Katie helping Steve out of the school. He's clearly limping because, you know, they build on the biting aspect. Then we see uh, Steven's parents show up to the, the school to pick him up from the party uh, with the little sister in the back. And then this gurney literally comes. Like, she's in the back of the station wagon looking out the back window. And then this gurney, gurney comes running out and smashes into the back of her the car. And the corpse on it sits up. It's actually the, the corpse from the beginning of the movie. I guess the gurney never stopped moving. At least that's what I'm assuming. Is. Then we see Katie picking up Kevin the next day, and that's when Kevin gives Katie a note from Steve where he says he's off to explore the world. Uh, he's really off to explore the world because he knows he's bitten and he's going to be transforming into a chud. Uh, we then see him hitchhiking with the family dog on the side of the road, and then this tr uh, truck starts to pick him up. It has a tarp in, in it as well, and he sits in the front seat, and the dog jumps up in the front seat and then goes through the back window and goes underneath the tarp, and that's when we see uh, Masters is underneath the tarp. And I don't know if he's pretending to be infected or if he really is infected but we could definitely see that uh, uh, Steve is now infected as well uh, definitely just by the look of his face and that he's kind of got these fangs growing um, and then Masters says to the dog don't don't uh, don't act up I'm undercover and then they drive off down the road together and the movie ends and the music hit uh, this was a really fun movie I liked it a lot it's fun and silly uh, it's got some good effects I thought the comedy was a nice nice add to this one as well uh, I can't remember if I like this one more than the first one or not it's been a little while since I watched the first one but I definitely highly recommend watching this and you can watch it for free on Tubi so that's always a plus as well uh, for this movie on the rotten scale I definitely give it a 7 out of 10 I, that's how much I like uh, I just think it's a really fun watch and definitely should watch it at least once uh, it's like a more comedy aspect of Bud from uh, Day of the Dead so yeah definitely check it out on Tubi you know 
you get to watch it for free the odd ad here and there but uh it's free what more can you ask for and it's a fun movie so and there's i think the first one might be on there as well like i could be wrong uh if not the first one's probably on youtube for free so that's even better uh, but yeah so now we're gonna pick our next movie to watch and um we're actually going to go to a uh, Walt Disney Halloween movie. I think it's from 1999. Um, I've only watched it a couple times, but I think it's really fun. I think it has a really good character design and effects to it. And we're going to watch Don't Look Under the Bed, which you can watch it right now on Disney+. Plus. Uh, highly recommend watching it. Um, it's a fun movie. And it's a movie that all the family can watch. So we're going to do, a, you know, some family-friendly Halloween movies seen this September. But uh, we started a Halloween movies here pretty early, as, as you can probably guess. Um, trying to get Abby into watching as many uh, family-friendly Halloween movies as possible. So and it's a Walt Disney movie for all you Walt Disney fans. So definitely highly check it out. Uh, it's on Disney+. Plus. But yeah, if you want to keep in touch with me, follow me on all socials, at Typhonstein. Use the hashtag Rotten Reviews Podcast. If you want to suggest any movies, feel free to hit that share button. Every little bit helps. And uh, feel free, if you're listening to this on anywhere that has a rating aspect, uh, just shoot me a rating. Whatever you think is honest. Um, I don't want to ask for five stars uh, or anything like that because if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Honestly, just do it if you feel like doing it and do whatever score you want. So yeah, until next time, I'll talk to you guys all later. Peace!